0: You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. Morrow County, Ohio. It's my home. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for
1: this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell.
0: Giggity goo, Mr. Mike. Giggity goo. How are you, sir?
1: Oh, just fine. You caught me just as I was taking a a sip of my uh, cream soda there.
0: Well, sir... (laughs) Sorry about that. Didn't okay. mean to. So, Mister Mike, guess what? We have a whole bunch of stuff. Let's get to the important stuff, Mike. Why don't you share trick or treat?
1: Okay, I can do that.
0: Yeah, you've got the I uh, got info right up
1: here on my little, little uh, smartphone. that's smarter than I am, and uh,
0: well, and we all know that trick or treat stuff is uh, more important than anything else we're going to talk about. Right so. now,
1: probably yes.
0: Yeah. So let's do it.
1: So parents, here you go with the trick-or-treat rundown for Morrow County, Ohio. Cardington, Saturday, October 29th, trick-or-treat, from 5 to 6.30. Parade with a costume co- contest lines up at the Cardington United Methodist Church. More details to follow. Well, uh, check that out. Chesterville, the village, is having a trunk-or-treat Saturday, October 29th, from 5.30 to 7. <coughs> Excuse me. Edison. Excuse me. He's
0: moving around so he can see his phone here, folks.
1: Edison. There we go. Take my glasses off. Now I can see it. Sunday, October 30th, Parade, to begin at 4 p.m., followed by Trick or Treat. Stay tuned for, uh, says stay tuned for details here. Fulton, Monday, October 31st, 5 to 6.30. Iberia, Sunday, October 30th, 2 to 4. Johnsville, Thursday, October 27th thirty to seven, Marengo Saturday October 29th 5 to 7. Mount Gilead will be Saturday October 29th from five to six. Sparta Monday October 31st from five to six. some other events uh, there will be a Halloween open house at the seniors on Center at 41 West Center Street and that will be from four to five. also kind of across the street. The Morrow County History Center will be hosting a haunted museum lobby, and that will also be from 4 to 5 that same evening. So go over to the um, Seniors On Center, then come over to the um, History Center and see some more Halloween.
0: And what day is that? Is that the 29th?
1: That is the 29th, October 29th. That's Saturday.
0: That's right. And then you can also come right on over and uh, go to a movie afterwards.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes.
0: It'll be Black Adam the second weekend, Friday, 5 and 8 p.m., Saturday, 5 and 8 p.m., and Sunday, 2 and 5 p.m. This is the last weekend for Black Adam. Then we have, Mike, are you ready for this? We're going to do some more live entertainment at at, uh, Capital Theater. (laughs) Wrong theater biz, sorry. Cool. Yeah, so uh, Preston Cooper, have you heard of him? We've talked about him a little. That name. So Preston Cooper is the local guy, writes some of his own music. He's going to be doing a live acoustical performance at the Capitol Theater on Saturday, November the 5th at 7 p.m. So tickets will be $10 at the door. And uh, come and have a good time. Listen to a uh, good country boy close to home here writing his own stuff. And uh, that's coming up here on November 5th. And, uh... That's going to be an off weekend for us. We, we're not going to get a movie because uh, all the movies out that are that are good require two weekends, and we do not want to miss Marvel's release of Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever, and that'll come out on. Are you ready for this Veterans Day? 100%. We're already talking about Veterans Day. Yeah, we are not that, far away that far that weekend there. So okay, well, back to Halloween. Uh, Saturday, October 29th, ninth, they
1: will have a trunk or treat at at Fargo Wesleyan Church from five to six. That's at 4010 County Road 15 Marengo. Saturday, October 29th, the Mount Gilead Fire Department Auxiliary is doing a haunted bay for all ages during Mount Gilead's trick-or-treat from 5 to 6. Sunday, October 30th, uh, trunk-or-treat at Gilead Friends Church from 1 to 2 p.m. That's on uh, 42, that's 4863 State Route 42, kind of between Mount Gilead and Cardington that is, I do believe, a pretty complete list of what's going on for trick-or-treat and Halloween in the Morrow County area.
0: Now, we did have some things go off last weekend uh, for tr- uh, trunk-or-treat type things. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure that uh, the kids, if they're not already, will be uh, fully sugared up, which is not a bad thing. Um wanted to share just a couple more live things coming up, and I shared some things with the Capitol Theater coming up. But also, this Saturday which is, is that, no, that's, is that the 29th? Yeah, we, yeah, just talked about that. This Saturday at 7 a.m., starting at 7 a.m. down at the Morrow County EMS 911 building, they are having their pancake breakfast. Go down there, get some good breakfast, uh, some pancakes and help out a good cause there. How about times? Uh, That's 7 a.m. Okay. Yeah, starts at 7. Uh, Also wanted to share here, This isn't in Morrow County, but I do know we have a few people who live in Morrow County that are a part of this, and it's called the Haunted Hoorah. Have you ever heard of that? I have. like a haunted, uh, it used to be, I think it's like a haunted trail type mixture of things. So this Friday and Saturday, it starts at 8 p.m. on Friday, Haunted Hoorah, Military Sci-Fi-Themed Attraction, and uh, one of our locals. Um, this is how I found it: is Haunted Hoorah. And that's h o o r a h dot com. Uh, it is a fifteen thousand square foot, ten acre facility located in Marion. Uh, you can come be a part of this. Come be a, you become part of this story in this unique interactive military sci-fi haunted themed attraction. Uh Let's see, attacking your senses and fears with every twist and turn, the Haunted hurrahs fright begins on a military transport. And yes, they do transport you on military-style buses. Uh, I've, I've seen the buses. Uh, as recruits travel to the first haunted destination, joint research base, hoorah! Uh, each recruit comes face-to-face with the doctor as he determines whether or not you have the substance necessary to be used in his super soldier creation program. Do you have what it takes? Come to the Haunted Hurrah for an experience that you will never forget. And that looks like it's going to be located at 31 Rose Avenue in Marion. And uh, I've heard some pretty good things about that. There are some local folks, like I said, that uh, are a part of that. Then we have Perry Cook Memorial Library. They're doing their uh, trick-or-treat, and that'll be on Thursday uh what's today the 26th as we're recording so that'll be the 27th that's going to start at five thirty p.m so as you're listening to this it'll be today at 5 30 p.m trick-or-treat at the perry cook memorial library there's a concealed carry class ccw from the nra being put on at 6801 county road 14 in mount gilead so get on facebook if you're interested in that there is uh, a lot of Halloween stuff going up. If you're if you want to catch a live uh, show, uh, OSU, uh, I'm sorry, not OSU. The Mansfield Playhouse is putting on a show, Wrong Window, and there's a uh, there's one person in there in particular who actually you've seen if you came to Elephant's Graveyard that uh, Mlt put on back in 2019 in October at the fairgrounds. Um, who was in that? So I wanted to share that just uh, to help them out there, and. Uh, Almost seems like there's a Bullseye uh, Pete's Pub and Grill. There's going to be a Halloween party there. He's got a bunch of stuff going on down there. And then I think that is it because we have just about everything else covered based off of what Mike shared. So now, Mike, that we got all that out of the way, how's your week been? Um, busy. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I My week has been uber busy as well so um let's see here oh today as you're listening to this on the the podcast thursday the 27th at 7 p.m we're going to be working with the public library and we're going to be showing are you ready for this hocus pocus the original at the movie theater and that will be a free library sponsored by the mount gilead public library you can still get all your goodies whether you stay or not is a different story but you can still come in and get your goodies from the movie theater. Also, on Saturday evening, if you are interested in Rocky Horror Picture Show, the cult classic movie, Marlittle Theater will be hosting that showing at midnight on Saturday night. Tickets are $20. That includes your movie and the kit. And it is a fundraiser for Little Theater. And it is very likely that money will also be going to our scholarship fund, which we are $751.00 into the thousand dollar goal
1: wow that's great
0: yeah and uh i i was just utterly amazed by the turnout that we had last week for our uh variety night um so in one night we raised five hundred and fifty dollars fifty one dollars i was i was i was amazed and i i can't wait until we can start reading some scholarship applications and and hand somebody a check that's gonna you know every penny counts when you're going to college, and that's going to be uh, a great thing to do there. So, Mr. Mike. Talking about the kickoff uh,
1: last week was the uh, variety show, which that theater was almost packed. There were a lot of people there.
0: Yeah, we had probably, I would say we had about 50, maybe 60 people um, there for about uh, just under two hours. Um, Went a little longer than what we thought, but it was still good. Still um, a great time. Um, I had fun. I don't know if you did. I mean, you were up on stage a lot. So, folks, all right. So, you guys know that I have this that I push for Mike.
1: Warning. Warning.
0: So, that guy gets up there on stage, and he was already warned. Keep the puns to a minimum, and he starts telling jokes. So, I missed the first couple, but then, you know, he started telling jokes, and I gave him the rim shot. And... The crowd loved it. So what did he do? He goes and does another one. And I go... So then he told a joke, and it wasn't really that funny, and I gave him the... So just so you know, it's not just here on the podcast that uh, we rag on each other. It also is in live events as well. Um, but uh, So you'd never emceed an event like that? No, I have And you've probably. wanted to? And so now you can cross that off your bucket list? Well, or... Add or or do it resume. again, <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, add Marlittle Theater <laughs> to your resume. Um, it was, I, it was a good time. We had, you know, a decent crowd, um, a very giving crowd. Um, they laughed a lot. It was, it was really good. Uh, the talent, the talent was really good. Um, Dalton Edwards sang a good song from Cardington. He's a, a newbie to us for Mar Little Theater um, recently. Just you know, coming to us, but not a newbie to theater at all. Uh, so we were good. Glad to see him, Jamie Zieger, She uh, sang a couple songs, and uh, the one I'd never heard sing before was Lee Conant, and she did a fantastic job. Even though her song quit playing <laughs> they, uh, in the, I felt bad for her. in the middle. We don't know what happened. I I played it and it stopped. I played it again. It played all the way through. We played it and it stopped in the middle of the show. I I don't get it. I don't know what what the deal was, but it happened. Um, but she did very well um then uh, Angela and Emily Levings, Bethany Barton. I feel like there was one other.
1: Bethany's brother.
0: Um no, oh, that was Seb. Yeah, but uh Bethany, Angela, Emily Oh, and Grace Walker. Oh, yes. They oh, they, oh, yeah. they the four of them sang um or they they together did um Halea chorus and uh Angela played the piano while the three girls sang in a trio. And that was uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, I'm trying to think, and then Bethany Barton and her brother uh, Seb did uh, the Monster Mash, and that was that was kind of cool too. So, you know, lots of fun stuff. If you didn't come, you missed out. If you are interested in giving to Mar Little Theater, you can always send a check to PO Box 86, Mount Gilead, Ohio 43338, and that'll be in in the memo line. If you're interested, you want to give to the scholarship fund, just put in scholarship on the memo, and we will get that taken care of. And, of course, everything is appreciated. Anything that you can give helps us get to that $1,000 goal. We would love to be able to give it to two students at least, if not more. Um, So what do you got, Mike? Anything new? Anything uh, that you want to share? I'm I'm waiting for you to share last night's results because – there were a ton of people outside oh, of the nice. Historical Society. I have that in front of me. Uh, Robin Brucker presented uh, a Murder, Mystery,
1: and Mayhem for four weeks on Tuesday evenings. Um, last night was, was the last night of the event. And she
0: had 85 people show up. And um, So by my count, that puts us well over 200 people came yes. and walked the events.
1: So it's it's amazing. Um there are going to be some more similar events in the future, from what I understand uh no details on that just yet, but keep listening to our podcast and and i 'm sure the details will be there um All the money that she uh that was brought in at these events went to the Morrow county Historical society and um wow, I have them out in front of me, but i don't know if I should give it on on the air or not so
0: let's let's just say that it was substantial yes and it will go far yes. if you if you don't feel comfortable giving out the value there yeah um it, it you guys use every penny very wisely we try so and it's not easy to continue to maintain a building and heat and cool the building as well and so um i know the historical society appreciates that i'm sure oh we sure do robin uh
1: and her researcher Stan Sipe. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So thanks to both of you for, for, for such a wonderful, wonderful program. Um,
0: it, it was, it's amazing. <laughs> Just amazing. It is. And, and uh, you know, when Robin puts her mind to something and gets creative, um, she does some cool stuff. And the together, I think between her and Stan, cause Robin doesn't mind talking in front of people. Stan does not want to talk in front of people. The two of them together make an awesome team, and I know that Robin had some help. Uh, Patty Fustel helped her. Um, I'm not. I know a few. I feel like there's like at least one other name there. Uh, there are several people
1: that that actually help with the walk with the event itself. Uh, several board members
0: of the historical society. So, how many board members Thanks, do you guys have? Um, I'm not going to ask you like all the names because I would forget all of the M.L.T. board uh, members right now. But I think
1: we have. <laughs> Oh, my. I think we have 10 or so,
0: right around 10. Okay. Awesome. Well, congrats to uh, the Mark Honey Historical Society on that fantastic turnout of well over 200 people. I'm sure you probably are pretty close to 300 if you add the numbers up there. And um, congrats. That's that's a pretty cool thing that you guys added this year. And I'm excited. I, I didn't get to go. I know some of the stories. Um, but that's exciting. So, uh, wanted to share, Mike, we are over 5,100 downloads, 5,100 downloads. Yes. Wow. We're I over that.
1: that. That one person must be very bored.
0: 51,000. <laughs> I'm sorry. 5,100. Oh, 5,100. Okay. 17. That's still a lot. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, this is episode 78. So that is, uh, I find that super exciting for us because, um, you know, both of us were very interested in doing this, but we honestly did not think that uh, it would be well received. Um, we thought we would just be the nerds that were interested in uh, getting that. But uh, I'm seeing downloads from Washington and California, um Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York, Michigan, Kentucky, Illinois, Tennessee, Florida. Um, that's just awesome. So thanks, everybody, for that. Remember, uh, go on Facebook, or not Facebook, Podbean. Um, we're also on iHeartRadio. We're on um, Apple Music. Anywhere where you can go on um, the and get our podcast please go in leave us some positive feedback leave a comment um about the podcast some of your favorite things it helps us uh grow on the chart and it helps people find us by uh, providing that feedback um i'm not sure exactly why it does it that way i don't i don't know all about that but i do know that it does help you climb the charts and not that we're going to be the number one podcast but we could be the number one podcast tomorrow county i I don't know I don't know what that looks like, so maybe maybe one of the longest lasting. Oh, there we go. Maybe that's maybe that's the case. Um. So, Mr. Mike, anything else you want to share? Any uh, cool stories from the past week? Uh, not really. It's been pretty uneventful. Yeah, I don't have anything. I I turned another year older. Oh, that's last week.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, thirty-seven, and. Uh, So, you know, and uh, uh, we lost uh, uh, Leslie Allen Jordan, uh, you know, actor from, uh, he was on Will and Grace. You know, he was like four foot 11, southern guy. Um, Did you ever see any of his, uh, he did some recent videos on um, TikTok or something, I think. And he'd go, hello, y'all hunker downers, you know, because when we were in lockdown and stuff. And he just, you know, was always a bright and cheery guy. And, uh, recently he was on uh, Call Me Cat I think it was the name of it And it's with um, uh, Oh what is her name She played um, Sheldon Cooper's girlfriend On Big Bang Theory She actually is like a neurosurgeon Or something like that I can't okay. think of what her name um, Mila Mil- uh, Anyway um, He was recently in that Apparently he had a medical emergency of some kind And wrecked his car Oh, okay. he was 67 okay. years old. Oh Wow. Um, and then I just saw today that, uh, um, another famous, um, singer died and it was Jerry Lee Lewis oh. passed away today. And Angela Langsbury last week. Um, and there was somebody else recently I, I had seen that uh, also passed away. And, uh, I, I, I mean, I guess it's that time of year, but it uh, seems like 2022 is going to go out with a bang, taking some of the the stars with it that uh, we grew up with. Well, that I grew up with, at least. Um, and uh, all right, Mike, so on that note, let's, uh, let's not talk about anything more depressing like that. What do you think? Have yeah, some- let's move on. All right.
1: So, are you ready to flashback? Well, let's. Uh, I'm buckled in. Let's go.
0: Here we go. The flashback is brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. Now open every Sunday from two to four p.m. Stop in and learn about Morrow County's past. All right, Mike miss where are we going?
1: Oh, I'm. I'm continuing talking about the. Uh, the uh, Mason Lodge. Oh yeah, which would be above what's now called the end zone,
0: on the third floor, right? On the
1: third floor, I do believe you're right. And I left off last year, last week, not last year, last week, uh, telling that on September 21st of 1899, the new home of the Mount Gilead Lodge Number 206, free and accepted masons, was dedicated in the brand new building at 11 to 13 North Main Street. Nearly 400 were on hand for the occasion. Now, the interior is pretty fancy. The interior of the lodge was palatial with ornate carpets and furnishings, chandeliers, and a spacious dining room with a complete kitchen. The lodge was illuminated by electricity, a recent development in Mount Gilead, although in 1899 the power was only on for six hours each evening village-wide. The third-floor windows were trimmed with Masonic adornments. Excuse me. Main entrance to the lodge was from an open stairway off North Main Street. The first business to inhabit the ground floor was the Masonic Temple Shoe Store established in 1899 at 11 North Main Street. In fact, a shoe store would be located here until 1937. Next door in the same building at 13 North Main, a hardware store began operating that same year. A hardware business would be in that address for the next 57 years. <laughs> Other businesses such as a music store, real estate and insurance agencies, doctors, dentists, and lawyers would be located on the second floor well into the 1970s. Mark Cook, Mount Gilead's most widely known citizen bank president, businessman, developer, and philanthropist, passed away at his Iberia Street home on the morning of April. Twenty-third of nineteen twenty, in his will, Cook left the buildings in the Cook Block on the northwest corner of the square to the trustees of Rivercliff Union Cemetery. Income from the business block was to be used for upkeep of the cemetery. Cook was, Cook was interned in the mausoleum there. The will also left funds for the erection of a new short line railroad station, Mount Gilead. The depot was built in 1924 at 72 West High Street and today functions as a village municipal building. Um, Let's see, am I missing a page here? I hope not. I hope not, too. <laughs> okay, the fire was discovered by an employee of the Gruber Hardware Store, 13 North Main Street, around 2.30 a.m. on Friday the 13th. He noticed smoke and flames issuing from the Masonic Lodge on the top floor. An alarm was promptly turned in to the fire department. Upon arrival, firemen noted thick smoke pouring from the third floor. They tried to gain access via the main entrance, but found this avenue blocked by smoke. They next hauled their hose lines up the outside of the building, west of the Masonic Temple, and gained access to the lodge through a window. Firemen then quickly knocked down the flames cause of the January 13, 1928, fire was laid to defective uh, wiring in the lodge's kitchen. Total loss set at $2,000 was fully covered by insurance. Damage to the lodge was quickly repaired. Occupancy of the ground floor building at 11 North Main Street was changed to a restaurant known as Blizzard's in 1938. This address has been a restaurant ever since. It may be best remembered as the Copper Kettle, a name under which it operated for 25 years. Mm -hmm. In 2019, it was converted into a sports bar. After the hardware store closed in 1956, a grocery store took over the site of the Masonic Temple at 13 North Main Street. Next, it housed a furniture store for nearly 15 years. A plethora of different businesses operated from this address until the early 2000s when the restaurant next door, uh, converted this part of the building into a dining area. In the early 21st century, the the Masons vacated the top floor of the building that was their home for over 100 years and relocated to other accommodations elsewhere in the county. The Masonic Temple building, as of uh, 2019, stands today as a local landmark on the northwest corner of Mount Goethe's Public Square. Now spanning its third century, the three-story brick structure houses an eatery and apartments, and thus ends the story of the Masonic Temple.
0: That is pretty interesting. It is. We have some cool downtown history right here with the age of the buildings and such. I, I I'm always uh, find it interesting. October twenty sixth, eighteen eighty one. What happened on this day in history, Mike? 1881? Yes. Um, I'm not. The shootout at the the OK Corral. That's right. So on October 26th, 1881, the Earp brothers faced off against the uh, Clanton McLurry gang in the legendary shootout at the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona. After silver was discovered nearby in 1877, Tombstone quickly grew into one of the richest mining towns in the Southwest. Wyatt Earp, a famous Kansas police officer, working as a bank security guard, and his brothers, Morgan and Virgil, the town marshals, ra- uh, represented law and order in, the tomb- in Tombstone, uh, through, though they also had reputations as being power-hungry and ruthless. Um, one of the best movies, I think, ever, Tombstone. I think my favorite line in that is, uh, I can't think of what the guy's name is, is Johnny Red. I think he's out in the in the street, and he's like, somebody, anybody want to fight me or something? And Doc Holliday comes out and goes, I'll be a huckleberry. Just the best line ever in the show, and um, I think that's pretty cool. And again, I find all this on history.com forward slash this day in history. In 1985, Whitney Houston earns her first hit with Saving All My Love For You. The Erie Canal opens in 1825. And what is important about this, you ask? Well, the Erie Canal opens, uh, opens and it connected the Great Lakes with the Atlantic Ocean via the Hudson River. And that is why it is so important because stuff from... Excuse me, excuse me. The Great Lakes region was able to be sent to New York for sale. So, that is a pretty cool piece of history there, I think. Um, let's see here. Oh, here's one. In 1984 at Loma Linda University Medical Center in Loma Linda, California, Dr. Leonard L. Bailey performs the first baboon to human heart transplant, replacing a 14-day old infant girl's defective heart with a healthy walnut-sized heart of a young baboon. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Um, in 2001, George W. Bush signs into law the Patriot Act. And mind you, this is uh, this is like a little bit more than 30 days after September 11th that uh, this came about. In 1986, the Red Sox first baseman, Bill Buckner, lets ground ball roll through his legs. I don't remember that game. I was only one. Uh, 1946, Pat Sajak is born. Do we know who he is, Pat Sajak? Well, I do believe so. Yeah. Um, I figured. And then uh, I thought this one was really cool. So... um, If you've seen Hamilton, you kind of have an idea about this. If you know about Alexander Hamilton and the Revolutionary War uh, here in America, in 1775, King George speaks to Parliament of the American uh, Rebellion. So on this date in 1775, King George III speaks before both houses of the British Parliament to discuss growing concern about the rebellion in America, which he viewed as a um, traitorous action against himself and Great Britain. And uh, he began his speech by reading the proclamation of, let me turn the page here, proclamation of the British Parliament, I screwed that up, proclamation of rebellion and urged parliament to move quickly to the end, uh, to end the revolt and bring back order to the colonies. Um, He said the spoke, the King spoke of his belief that many of these unhappy people may still retain their loyalty and may be too wise not to see the fatal consequence of this or you, you, yeah, I can't even pronounce that word and wish to resist it yet the torrent of violence has been strong enough to compel their um, wow somebody he, he, he may use some big words I've never seen before in my life so we're going to back out of that I thought that was pretty cool and then guess what on, December, or on October 26, 1776 our friend Benjamin Franklin set sail for France to ask for help to fight off the British. So literally a year later, he boards that ship to uh, ask for help. In 1942, the Japanese destroyed the USS Hornet, and it was shortly after it was um, christened and sent out to sea. They hit it, and it was so badly damaged that they had to abandon the new uh, ship. So that's all I have, Mr. Mike. You... Uh, have anything else you want to share for the history piece?
1: Oh, I think we're ready to go back to 2022.
0: Here we go. All right, here we go, Mike. Your favorite part. Is there anything else before we get to <laughs> Dum Dum Pun City? Here we go. Are you ready? Yes warning 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 terrible terrible puns ahead warning 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 all right mr mike here we go
1: well we don't have any actual puns today but you know well it's the spirit puns. of the thing um I, I just want to give you some advice to don't brush your teeth with your left left hand um okay
0: Say, why not? Why not?
1: Okay. Because a toothbrush works a lot better. Here's one for the Halloween crowd out there. A werewolf went golfing. I understand his first drive was a howl in one. Wow. I'm winning tonight. <laughs> okay. You know that uh, pre means before. And post means after. hmm To use both prefixes together would be preposterous. Oh well. Wow. Uh, it's Halloween, not April Fool's. I just you know, whatever. <laughs> I just gave up. you
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I just gave you, you know, the eh, it is what it is.
1: Um What else?
0: This pumpkin standing on a
1: scale and he says I weigh exactly 3.14 pounds. That's pumpkin pie.
0: I'll give you that one because I thought it was going to be a circumference joke. No, no. Well, close. Um, Are you reading these and then saying, <laughs> can I read this on the air? Is that what you're doing here?
1: Uh, some of these we'll, we'll share afterwards, maybe. <laughs> um Uh, you know, I, my friend of mine got a a new job as an executioner. (laughs) He'll be heading there shortly. Oh my, (laughs) I think that's enough for today.
0: (laughs) All right. It's so much of a good thing. Yeah, I know. Don't ruin it. All right, guys. Um, This is going to be obviously a short episode this week. Um, you know, go out enjoy. It's supposed to be nice again this weekend, and going into next week, uh, enjoy the fall season as uh, the white stuff will be falling soon. And remember, you do need to vote coming up. That is going to be on Tuesday, the eighth of Sep of November, not of September. Um, do you have something else? You want to? Yeah, share? it's
1: not a joke, but it's just some some good advice. Seriously, um, be the person that roots for others who tells a stranger they look amazing and
0: encourages others to believe in themselves and their dreams. And with that, I think we're going to uh, head out. Thank you all very much for listening. Please go out, like the podcast, and follow, subscribe as it will help us grow the podcast so others can find it. And uh, let's follow what Mike shared today. All right, guys, until next time, we will see you later. Thanks again. Take care. Ciao, ciao.